This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. Welcome, everybody, to once again another special edition of College Dame Day. Uh, typically, we record on Mondays, and I was really looking forward to uh, you know starting the segment off with May the 4th be with you. However, Cinco de Mayo is equally as good. So if you guys are listening to this, even a few days later, you know, grab a margarita, sit back and relax and celebrate the holiday. Today's podcast, we are going to be going through some Pac-12 trivia. We'll also bring back a segment we did last week where we assigned different college football teams to office characters or excuse me, to TV characters. And last week we did the office. This week we're going to do friends. We'll do a football on fleek segment, and then we'll wrap up with just some uh, Huskers in the news and other football highlights um, that have gone on this week. But to get started with some trivia, Megan, what do you have for us? All right, well, let's do some Pac-12 trivia. I'm going to name some former college players, and I want you guys to tell me which school they played for. So we'll start off with Marcus Mariota. Oregon. Oregon. All right, Laura, this one's for you. Andrew Luck. Stanford. Stanford. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Okay, Amy. All right. <laughs> okay, Matt Leinert. USC. Good job, you guys. Aaron Rodgers. Cal. Very good. Warren Moon. Washington. All right, let's go back a little further in time. We'll go all the way back to John Elway. Was he UCLA? Stanford. He was Stanford, yes. All right, Marcus Allen. USC. Yes, they had a lot of famous running backs there. And last one, Rob Gronkowski. This was, I thought, like Arizona or Arizona State. I think you're right. I think it's Arizona. It is Arizona. Good job, you guys. Nice. Good All job, right. Amy. I can't believe you didn't do Troy Aikman. Oh, really? I don't even know what school he went to. <laughs> Wait, he didn't play for the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, he was, that wasn't his college. <laughs> <laughs> he went straight from high school? Where? Who did he play for? UCLA. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. All right. <clears throat> what year did the Pac-10 become the Pac-12? 2011? You are right, Laura. It was 2011. Yes. You know how I did that? Because it's the year we joined the Big That's Ten. That's when Colorado left. It's a, it's, yes, it's the year we left. And then Colorado quickly followed suit and went to the Pac-12. So. Yes, you are right. So the two teams that were added were Colorado and Utah. Um, and of those 12 schools, which football stadium has the largest capacity? You would think like USC or UCLA. You would be. I think the Rose Bowl because it's like the yeah. of them all. Yes, you are right. It's UCLA. The Rose Bowl holds ninety one thousand nine hundred and thirty six. All right, which football stadium do you think is the smallest? Colorado's. It's not Colorado's. I'm gonna go with Arizona State. Nope. It is surprisingly small. It's thirty two thousand nine hundred and fifty two seating capacity. Tell us what state. Um, it's in the state of Washington. Washington. 
Washington State. <laughs> Washington State. It is Washington State. Yes. I mean, that is 32,000. Yeah. That's like high school stadium. That's tiny. Yeah. Okay. That's like mm-hmm. a college basketball arena. Like Creighton <laughs> plays in front of 30,000 people. Losers. Yeah, I know. All right. Two of the Pac-12 schools are private schools. Do you know which two those are? Stanford. UCLA. It's not UCLA. That's a state school. Oh, it's it's a it's a California one. Isn't well, Stanford's it? definitely one. Yeah, Stanford is USC. USC. It is. It's USC. So those are the two private schools. All right, I'm going to name some rivalries within the Pac-12, and I want you to tell me the two teams that play. So the Civil War. Oregon and Oregon State. Very good. The big game. Stanford UCLA. Yes. Stanford is one of the teams, but it's oh, not no, it's UCLA. Cal. It's Cal and Stanford. Yes, it's Cal and Stanford. All right. This one is pretty easy. The duel in the desert. Arizona, Arizona State. Very nice. Rumble in the Rockies. Colorado, Utah. Colorado, Utah. Yes. Apple Cup. Washington, Washington, Washington State, Washington yeah. State. Yes, very good. And the last one is they play for the gauntlet. Hmm. Is it two California? It is two California teams. USC, UCLA. Laura, you are right. Woo! USC, UCLA, they play for the victory bow. It's, yeah, they play for both. I guess the victory oh. bell is like what some people call it, and the gauntlet is another term for it. Well, I've always heard the victory bell, so. <laughs> okay. So the Pac-12 has not had a whole lot of Heisman winners, but they have had a few. Marcus so you guys Mariota. know who the most recent Heisman winner, yes. Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Mariota. Very good. Yes, Laura, and I got, got it. And who got coach him? Scott Frost. And Coach Verdue did, too. He was his quarterback's coach. He's who, like, elevated. Who He's who the reason he got the Heisman, so. <laughs> it wasn't the player. I'm expecting. It wasn't Marcus it wasn't at all. showing it up was, and throwing the passes. It was the mind. No, not him. It was. No, but he, like, will take wasn't anything. Before he came under his wing, he really wasn't capable of it. I really think he developed his game. He was the Justin well, Herbert like, that they blossomed into the Marcus Mariota. That's right, with his help, with Coach Verdue's help. He does add a lot of, like, psychological coaching to his – it's not just, Mm -hmm. like, execution and stuff. Laura, do you remember when we saw Marcus Mariota play in person? Is this one of your weird dreams, Megan? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Did they play against Louisville? (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty sure we did. No, down in Nashville – Oh, you're talking about when he went pro. Yes, we did. We watched the the Titans play against the Colts. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We were front row seat to his talent there. Well, we were actually not front row. We were like like nosebleed seats. (laughs) Like, Rachel got scared walking up because we were so far up the stadium. (laughs) Was it worse than the the basketball seats that we had? Um, Yes. (laughs) Okay. Close, though. Close. That was pretty high. Yes, yes. But no, we did. It was actually a really All good right. game. And yes, we cheer for the Colts. Yes, but we, you know, I, I'm a Marcus Mariota fan, even though I do cheer for the Colts. But anyway. All right. My last trivia section is about mascots. 
So I'm going to give you oh the name. Oh my gosh, I have of- no trivia left. <laughs> well, you should be getting all Are these serious? answers in. <laughs> okay, yeah, here, let's go. And I will dominate you, Laura. Oh, <laughs> no, that's what he said. <laughs> I'm going to give you the name of the mascot and you tell me which school it belongs to, okay? Okay, I am ready. All right, Benny and Bernice. Benny the Beaver. Benny the Beaver is from State. Oregon State. Very good. Okay, Butch. Washington State. He's Butch T. Cougar. <laughs> yes. Um, Harry. Oh, Harry Husky. He's Husky. He's Washington. He's the Husky. Yes, you're right. Oh, I, I have his name as Dubs. That's the official mascot is Dubs. Oh, um, well, his name is Harry the Husky on the page I was looking at. And well, that's not their official mascot. Does anyone know what Harry's brother's name is? William. Dubs? No, he's the mascot at University of Washington, Tacoma. Mm. Who his brother is? Henry? Yeah. Henry. <laughs> very close. Very close. It's Hendrix. Oh. Okay, Joe and Josephine. UCLA. Yes, they're the, they're the Bruins. They're the t- and Josephine was added later. You're right. I'm not really sure how to say this one. Oski? Cal. Yes, it's the Golden Bear at Cal. Um, Traveler. It's USC's horse. USC. The Trojan. Good job. Ralphie. The Buffalo. <laughs> yes. Sparky. Arizona, Arizona State. State. Yes. Swoop. That's Utah. the bird from Utah, yeah. Yes. Yes, the red-tailed hawk. And Wilbur and Wilma. Arizona. Wildcats. Yes. And then no mascot is Stanford, even though they use that big tree. tree. Uh, it does not have a name. Yes, it's just the Stanford tree. And I was Googling pictures of it while I was doing research for the trivia section. And Elizabeth came in and looked at it. And the next day she was like telling me that she had nightmares about that tree <laughs> that night. It I don't is know if you've ever seen horrifying. it, but it is pretty disturbing. Yes. So it is. It's like it regularly makes top lists for worst mascot. Yeah. Anyway, oh, that was funny. That is all the trivia I have. So we'll hand it over to you, Laura. All right. So some of these might be overlapping for Megan's, but I'm confident you guys will remember and be able to answer them. So I'm going to list a couple things and you guys can tell me what two teams it applies to. So they play for the Axe. They have the Allen Stanford. Yes. I was going to say they also played in the big game and they have the play. Um, So Stanford Axe is a trophy that's awarded to the winner of the big game. And the play obviously is in reference to the time that, and everyone's probably seen this if you watch any football, where essentially Cal scored on a kickoff return and they like ran through the band and yeah, it's, it's pretty iconic. So Amy's correct. That is referencing Stanford and California. Megan, you had this one, but which Pac-12 team does not have an official mascot? Stanford. Stanford, yes. And it actually began, so the Stanford tree, again, unofficial mascot, but it began as a spoof on mascots by the Stanford band. And it's just been popular and they've kept it around. So, all right, without looking, Amy, which Pac 12 mascots are not animals? Why what just do you mean Amy? Without looking? Yeah. No, both of you can answer, but I'm saying that she, 
she said she was so confident on the mascots. So I was saying, like, this is for Amy. Because they were going to be my questions. Um, USC, that traveler. Well, the Trojan. Which Pac-12 mascots are not animals? I'm going to say the Trojan is not an animal. Trojan. Sure. And the tree. Stanford. Mm-hmm. And Sparky the Sun Devil. Very good. So that was three. Did you say two? Nope, I just said which ones were not animals. Oh, I thought you said two. Yep. All right, so we already know the name of the USC horse. It is Traveler. Do you know what number they are on? What the current horse's full title is? The sixth. I do not know. The ninth? It is actually the ninth. They are on Traveler the ninth. Oh, wow. You shouldn't be like, oh, wow. I'm right. She's like, yeah. I know. <laughs> You're like, oh, look how smart I am. Are they past that on Ugga? Is is it like Ugga the sixth or seventh, or are they past that number? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that dog, poor dog's so overweight and never gets any exercise. That like. Well, and also English bulldogs um, don't so have very long lives. Yeah. yeah. So I can't imagine that. Okay, well, welcome to the depressing part of the segment, everybody. How long of a lifespan does your mascot have? It's going to die soon. Okay. Um, All right. Pac-12 conference championship games began in 2011, because as we know, the Pac-12 was formed then. Who has the most wins, and who is the current champion? I would say Oregon has the Hmm. most since 2011. Yep. Are you saying? Yeah, and there's the current. Okay. You are mostly right. Okay. So Amy is correct. They do have, they are the current champs and they are co um, owners of the most wins. Who is the other? Washington. Not since 2011. There's no way. Give us a clue. Like, my man. Stanford. Stanford. Yes. Yes, yes. So it is Oregon really? Stanford. Really? Since 2011? Yep, they both have three. And then Oregon is the most current. All right, here we go. I'm going to give you some more facts about a school, and you're going to tell me which school it is. So the Wave was first developed here in 1981. This stadium also has the record for the loudest game in college football history. What school is it? Well, wouldn't that be the... UCLA. This game would be in the Rose Bowl, so UCLA. I like that's a good guess. No. Huh. Um Cal? It is actually Washington Stadium, so it's the Washington Huskies. And a little fun fact. So they claim the loudest game in college football history happened there. It happened in nineteen ninety two and they recorded it at hundred and thirty decibels. Guess who they played? Nebraska. It was Nebraska. So clearly they got the record because our fans probably traveled and we were probably loud. So yes, yes, yes. I'm sure. All right. Here's some more facts. This one should be pretty simple. So let me get through the list before you guess. The school has one Heisman winner. They have one claim on a national championship in 1954. They play at the Rose Bowl Stadium and their colors are true blue and gold. UCLA. UCLA. Yes. Do you know why they have the colors true blue and gold? I do not. Those are the colors that they voted on. (laughs) Very technical answer. It's actually to represent the ocean and sunflowers. 
Hmm. Okay. I've never been a huge fan of those colors together, but that's fine. Same, same. Also, I found a... I'll allow it. We'll, we'll allow it. Um, there is this random fact that I have to throw in there. So um, the students from UCLA do a midnight yell during finals week, which is exactly what it sounds like. But essentially every night for that week of finals at midnight, they'll open all their windows, all their doors and everything. And collectively, all the students across the campus will yell <laughs> at midnight. And I'm like, you know what? That seems so applicable to today. <laughs> if I could just have like a six o'clock scream hour. That would be amazing. Yes. So just throwing that out there. Maybe you should start it. Your neighbors would love it. <laughs> Maybe we should, or we could start like everyone at six o'clock does the go big red. And then you could hear yeah. all of Nebraska do it. You should do it out the side windows that the Creighton fans are on and like blast them. <laughs> like a megaphone. Uh, so many good ideas. All right. Next. Um, so I'm going to give you some more facts about a school. You're going to tell me what school it is. So the Pope visited the school in 1987 as part of his tour. Ironic, if you know their mascot name, they actually had to cover any mention of the mascot and they play in a game known as a territorial cup against a rival, which is Arizona. Arizona state. Yes. The Sun Devils. Yes. Uh, so the Pope actually asked the university to cover any mention of Sparky and his pitchfork uh, for his uh, speaking event. <laughs> so poor Sparky. I know. I know. If He's- I was that mascot, I would have just like streaked across the stage, like just had my <laughs> one shining moment, like while the Pope was there. So funny. Um, all right, they played in the last zero-zero tie game in NCAA Division One history. Their stadium is actually named for a rival school. And their mascot has never appeared on any of their helmets. I'm going to say Stanford. Is that right? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Just leaving it hanging there. I thought Amy was going to guess. So I was waiting. Um, Washington State? No. Oh, wait. No, their cougar is on the helmet, isn't it? It is Oregon. It's Oregon. So their duck has actually never appeared on their helmets. Kind of a fun fact there. Um, And yeah, Puddles is unfortunately, I know we all love Puddles, but he is not on the helmet. Um, So I'm going to butcher the name of their stadium, but it's called like Autzen Stadium. It's A-U-T-Z-E-N and it's home of the ducks, but it's actually named for an Oregon State alumni. Isn't that crazy? Because he paid for it probably. Yeah. I mean, I didn't look into why, but. Why would he pay for it? Oh, you said an Oregon State? Yeah, an or- it's named for an Oregon State alumni. Yeah. But it's the Oregon Stadium. Oregon State, they're just such nice guys there that that's what they do. <laughs> oh, golly gee, guys. <laughs> you got my joke, right? I did, because Mike Riley. I was doing my Mike Riley impression. All right, and um, last two questions I have for you here. I always throw a quarterback question in. And honestly, what I found when I was writing these trivia questions is I know z- – I don't know a lot about a lot, but I know zilch about the Pac-12. Um, so I went ahead and picked the easiest school to do this for. But can you name five USC quarterbacks since 2000? Liner. Well, Matt Liner. Yes. Got one. Sam Darnold. Yep. Can we do running backs, Reggie Bush? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let's ignore um, the rules of the game. Yes. Okay. Um, Seriously, ever since they got in trouble and Pete Carroll left, I'm just like, they've been like, 
And then the drinking problem guy. Um, oh, gosh. Sarkeesian. Yes. Well, we got two. Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. That's all right. Well, that's what we'll call good. I can't believe you guys forgot the most famous John David Booty, but that's okay. Um, so Carson Palmer, Matt Barkley, JT oh, Daniels. I did know that one. Okay. Carson Palmer won the Heisman. Yeah. Carson Palmer was a big one. Um, there's also Cody Kessler, Max Brown, Aaron Core, Max Wittick. Those weren't quite as popular. But yeah, Matt Barkley, Matt Leinart, JT Daniels. Yep. I like to focus my efforts on what really matters. So, <laughs> Which is not memory recall. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Which is <laughs> not the Pac-12 or USC. That's fair. All right. Last question here. What is a Ute? An Indian, a Ute is an Indian tribe. Yes, it is. Very good. So the University of Utah Athletics, they're obviously known as the Utes, and it's in honor of the American Indian tribe for which the state of Utah is named. And that wraps up my segment. Amy, last but certainly not least. Now that I have like two questions left, uh, let's get right into it. Um, okay, which school she said. is responsible for the third down jump? Cal. No. Stanford. No. It's a newer one. Oregon State. Even newer. Colorado. Utah. No. Utah. Utah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, yeah. When it's let like. Me, let me just quickly list all, these all off here. I feel like, I mean, <laughs> a lot of schools do this, but they. Um, yeah. They like on any third down of the opposing team, they like. Um, scream really loud which everybody does but I guess they all like try and jump at the same time and it's that's called the third down jump so okay. anyway. um, jump around the jump holy around war is which two schools the holy war I know this one it is Utah and BYU yes it is um, and that's Utah's like biggest game every year because BYU just kind of has their number even when they're ranked higher, um, BYU just, I don't, I don't know what the actual series is at, but BYU just always seems to get the better of them. In 1929, in the Rose Bowl, Roy Regals, who, his nickname <laughs> is, what? That's so funny. I'm just thinking, I don't know why you said, you said that name and it made me think of Rob Regals, <laughs> and I was just laughing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, it's not that funny, go ahead. Okay, so anyway, Roy Regals, the guy with the nickname wrong way regals how many yards did he run in the wrong direction before his teammates were able to catch up to him and tackle him 99 no oh roy regals ran for 65 yards in the wrong direction before his teammates could tackle him and it was really close like he almost ran into the end zone and um i can't remember who they were playing but they got a safety from it and that was like the difference in the game and they lost the game because of him doing that so Oops. bad day for regals right. but anyway yeah so that's his nickname wrong way <laughs> regals. and it's really hard to say like a bunch of times or even once okay so in oregon's great season 2001 who was the only team to beat them during that season nebraska <laughs> No, it's another Pac-12 I, I, team. I thought you were trying to throw it up there. Um, let's go with... I'm going to say Stanford. Yes, it is Stanford. Okay, very good. Um, 
Okay. Let's see here. <laughs> Amy sounds like she's administering a test. So like the class, she's like, mm -hmm, very good. Next one. The border war is between which two schools? Washington and Oregon? Yes, Washington. Was it really? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because they're, they touch each other, Megan. Washington and Oregon are right next to each other. What? Why did you specify me? Because you sounded so incredulous that that was the answer. That wasn't me. That was Laura. That was me. I was surprised because I totally guessed. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's Washington and Oregon. Yes, Megan, because Washington and Oregon touch each other. <laughs> Megan doesn't know geography. <laughs> it was Laura. Sounded like Megan. It sounded like Megan. The remedial okay. student over here. All right. This was like just really falling apart. Um, okay. What is the nickname? when You know how Oregon wears jerseys? They're alternate jerseys that are like all black. They're normally pretty ugly. Yeah. There's a nickname for those jerseys. Does anyone know what they're called? The Nike special. Pond scum. No. It's called Lights Out. Not quite the ring that Pond Scum has, but <laughs> Lights Out. I think they, it's supposed to be, like, cool sounding. Yes. Okay. From 1969 to 1971, Arizona State had a good run where they won a lot of games in a row. Would anyone like to guess how many they won in a row from 69 to 71? Six. Oh, I was going to say 25. I didn't know if like their run was really, really good. So it would be right. like a normal, like if you played, you know, 12 games in a season, you'd be at there or if, like they're terrible. And so their best run is still terrible. Yeah. Well, it was 21. So it's pretty decent. Okay. Okay. For, so that is for pretty in good. A row, for in a row, especially. Um, nothing like ours, but you know. Right. Um, okay. So I thought we should mention Pat Tillman since he was like an American hero mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he was a Sun Devil. He played for them in the 90s, and then he went on to play for the Cardinals before he um, quit to join the Army, and then he died in the war in Afghanistan. Does anyone know what position he played when he was a Sun Devil? Was he a lineman? He was not a lineman. A linebacker? Yes, he was a linebacker. And then when he went to the NFL, he was like a safety. So that's a pretty, you know. Oh, very versatile. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you're really in charge of reading the offense. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense. So, anyway, um, Stanford plays Notre Dame for the rights to what trophy? The nerd glasses. <laughs> Close. The pocket protector. The prestige cup. I don't know. Very close, Megan. You're on the right track. The Legends Trophy. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. How could I forget? Andrew Luck, when he played at Indianapolis, <laughs> wore number 12. Does anyone know what number he wore at Stanford? 14? 8? This was a trick question because he wore number 12 at Stanford, too. Okay. Okay. Wait, anyway, make us look stupid, gotcha. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I thought. Then I was like, there can't be a question. Laura did it to us last week with the Heisman Trophy things with Texas. So 
I just didn't know. I th- I didn't know how good Laura knew him, so I didn't know if she'd be like, he wore 12 there too or not. Anyway. Not that well. I did not follow him until really the NFL. Okay. I remember watching him. They have like a big upset his, I think it was his junior year. I, re- I remember watching the game because I lived in Georgia at the time, and I was up like super late because the Pac-12 was just on like really atrocious hours there. Yes. For all of us in Eastern time, we experience this every single week. So yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, I, but I distinctly remember watching him play. Um, I think he had a big upset over USC when they were kind of. That might have been it. I don't remember, but he, it was like, it was a huge upset. I, I remember because I had money on them and not only did they like cover the spread, but they won the game. And so it was just like really exciting. Um, yep. Okay. This is something you guys know. In 97, the Cougars, the Washington State, State Cougars made their first real bid for a national championship um, going ten and zero in the or ten and one in the regular season, that was their record going into the ninety eight Rose Bowl. Who did they lose to? Michigan. Yes, Michigan, and it was a close game. I'll add, like, yeah, less than a touchdown. And I would just like to say that I believe they were ranked number eight going into that, and we played number three Tennessee, and we dominated them so explain to me one more time how we split the national championship with trophy with michigan that year because we shouldn't have agreed okay i think i'm done now all good points amy all right well let's go ahead and transition (laughs) all good all great points um well not typically something I think of for the Pac-12, but let's transition to football on fleek. And for this week's segment, we will go ahead and pick the best defensive play from the Pac-12. I'll go ahead and start. Um, so I didn't pick necessarily a specific play. I do have a specific play in mind, but I actually picked a specific person. So I picked Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, he actually plays for Oregon. He is a defensive lineman and he played as a true freshman. He was also the defensive player um, of the year for, for, for freshmen. And he had a, he was just a breakout star, obviously again, true freshman starting. And he had a huge blocked punt against Utah um, when they matched up against them. So his highlight reel is pretty impressive. He's getting through the line, sacking, forcing fumbles, but I thought the coolest one was his blocked punt versus Utah. So that's the play that I chose. You guys okay. ever heard of him? Thibodeau. I've heard his name, but I don't know that I knew that much about him. Thank you for informing me, Laura. You're welcome. It's because I'm like, it's he's like the, the freshman defensive player of the year, and I'm like, who? Yeah. But yes, he was impressive when I went back and watched him. Okay. Well, that's a good one then. Yeah. About the only – well, that's not true. I remember some, like, big Pac-12 games, but still my favorite one is – um UCLA coming back <laughs> yes. Washington State, even though it wasn't like it didn't matter. That game was like of zero importance. Um, that was just a crazy game. Um, so that's what I like about them, just that they can entertain me once in a while. Um, okay, so my I also didn't really follow the rules um, and didn't pick one specific play. Hey, this is your segment. I know, but that's why I'm allowed to have some like creative freedom here. Okay. Um, so I picked the Oregon game against Colorado when they had four interceptions for two reasons. One, but I can guess one of them. Interceptions are exciting, and two, I hate Colorado. So I did not see that coming. <laughs> I can support. So that. those are the two reasons that I picked that. If I if I have to narrow it down, I would probably say their first one where they had to um, 
they actually called it in incomplete, but then they reviewed it. And he, it was like a nice catch, especially for a DB. Like he kept one foot in and they like overturned it and he, he had the interception. So yeah, it was just a nice catch for a defensive guy. So that's my pick for football and fleek. Megan? All right. Um, well, I also kind of went more with a player rather than a specific play. <laughs> no one, no one follows the rules. the rules, and then you didn't do it either. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I chose Evan Weaver. He is a linebacker from Cal. He was a sixth round draft pick. Um, he went to the Arizona Cardinals, but he had some pretty impressive plays. He was just consistently really good. This year, not that I watched a ton of Pac-12 games, but he was leading in a lot of um, statistical categories. And the play that I chose was when California played Washington and Evan Weaver sacked Jacob Eason. He forced a fumble and um, I sent you guys that play. I don't know if you watched it or not, but I'm not. I, a huge, I did. I'm not a huge fan of Washington, not a huge fan of Jacob Eason. So I thought that was a great play. It kind of made me happy. As long as it wasn't a Colorado play, I'm okay with it. Right. Do you like Eason or Herbert less? It's not that I don't like Herbert. It's that I he doesn't really sucks. No, I don't think he sucks. It's just when I'm looking at a quarterback, like he doesn't have any of the things that I would look for in a quarterback. Did you guys see when he got drafted and they're like, we've got our guy? Someone was like, This looks like a Disney Channel original movie. It really did, actually. (laughs) It's his swoop hair. It was his hair. Yes, it was one hundred percent his hair, and the out and the like colors. Right, right, right. The graphics looked very yes, yes, very Disney. All right. Well, those are some fun defensive plays from the Pac-12. Let's go to another fun segment. Um, We are going to assign teams to characters from friends. Um, I'm going to get started with Colorado and essentially for Colorado, I was like, who on friends do I hate? So I picked Eddie and I don't know if you guys remember him, but he's that like weirdo roommate that Chandler had in between like when Joey moved out and he was a total psycho. He would get like super crazy about like the smallest things and get really mad. And all I could think about was like how their own team would throw trash like on their own field when we played them in the nineties. They're the worst. The best part is when Chandler eventually like kicks him out and like Joey spins around and Joey's his roommate again. And I'm like, that's what I felt like when Nebraska finally got out of the conference and away from Colorado. Yes. Yeah. And then I did have a backup. I said, or dot, 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 Colorado could be ugly naked guy. No, because like ugly naked guy you're rooting for, you know, like when Phoebe walks in that one time and she's like, oh, ugly naked guy has ugly naked girl there. And she's like, oh, and you're like, oh, like you were like happy for ugly naked guy. It's like you're, there's no warm spot in your heart for Colorado. So, okay, we'll stick with Eddie then. You should stick with Eddie. Okay, so I, yeah, I actually, I did have another character suggestion for Colorado. Was it Janice? No, but I, in order to tell you, I need to first tell you my character for Cal Berkeley. Okay. So my choice for California was Phoebe because it's like, a hippie kind of school. Do you remember when the students like climbed the trees and like were protesting, like cutting <laughs> yes. them down or something and they were like sitting on the trees. Um, so it's kind of like one of those schools, but I feel like anytime Cal is doing well in football, I'm cheering for them. They're not typically a real powerhouse. So you like Phoebe. She's a likable character. You cheer for her. They're not much of a, like an actual threat. They're just kind of nice. You're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's that's like that hippie vibe going or whatever. So I feel like I I know who Colorado is now. But go ahead. Yes. Yes. So then I'm thinking Colorado. Hold on. I- hold on. Time out. Time okay. Out. Was the last time we played them with Eric Crouch? Is that the last time we played them? I have no idea. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, so continue. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for interrupting my train of thought. So anyway, I was thinking Colorado is a lot like California in the whole like hippie vibe. However, they're not likable. So naturally they would have to Ursula. be Ursula. Yes. yes. That's a good one. I thought about that too. Oh, I, I did not think about Ursula at all, but that is good. Yeah. Cause she's, she's like real- super rude. Colorado could be Janice because like, you know how Chandler had to finally get rid of her and like pretend like he was moving to Yemen <laughs> yes. and then like finally got rid of them by moving out. of the- That was the only He's like, like one Yemen road. We had to like move out of the conference to get away from them. And he had to like fake move away from Janice to get away from her. So that was the correlation why they could be Janice. That's a good one. Um, I picked for Stanford Ross, obviously, because nerdy. It's like kind of like Andrew Luck. Um, you can just see like the kids or like the students in the student section, like talking about like dinosaurs or just boring topics. So I, I had to put uh, Ross as Stanford. I don't think dinosaurs are boring. No, I know, but everyone on the show is always bored by it. Okay. <laughs> Amy took, like, such offense to that. Amy, she's like, I do not think dinosaurs are boring. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Lamb of Our Time? Hello. I'm so sorry that I offended you. Okay. Yeah, no, I think Sanford is clearly wrong. Yeah. I, I totally agree <laughs> with that. Um, so then I was having a hard time actually assigning like the main characters of friends. So for Utah, I listed as Mona, who was Ross's girlfriend. And I said, because like, you really like them, but you know, it's never going to work out in the end. And like Utah always, not always, but they've done that recently where you like, you like Utah, you're like, okay, like out of the pack 12, they're one of the more palatable teams. They look like they're going to be good. They have a run, but you know, in the back of your mind, like it's pack 12, they're never going to make it to the, you know into the CFP and sure they, they don't. So I had to assign them to Mona. I had um, USC as Rachel just because it's like, she's like a rich like party girl. Yeah, yeah. And it's like really, it's like the private school. It's really showy and kind of. So I put Rachel as Arizona state cause they're known as like, they have the prettiest girls. So I put them as like the pretty girl school and I feel like that's very much Rachel. Like she's always like kind of has that like nice tan. She's always very pretty, like very fashionable. So I put her as Arizona State. And then for USC, I went in like the exact opposite direction. I put Traeger, who is like the maintenance guy for the building. Uh-huh. Okay. And You're I have to explain because- that one. <laughs> so USC always recruits like those really big boys for both the offense and defensive line. I mean, everyone does, but they get a lot of, of the bigger ones. And then also because <laughs> this is a really thin tie, but it works. Just follow with me here. So do you remember the episode where he is the one that like gets helps Joey or Joey agrees to help him learn how to dance so he can dance with Marge. Mm-hmm. And so he like ties up his shoes and they're doing like the ballroom dancing. Well, all I could think about is how Matt Leiner took ballroom dancing so he could stay eligible <laughs> in college because he graduated. Okay. So that is how I assigned Traeger actually to USC. Okay. Um. This one, I'll see what you guys think. Again, not a lot of, it's not real concrete, but I, I think we can make it work. I assigned Gunther to Oregon. <laughs> Do you remember the part where Phoebe's like, his hair is brighter than the sun? <laughs> um, they wear like the brightest, loudest uniforms and they have that awful yes. yellow color sometimes. And so I was like, you know what? That makes me think of Gunther's hair. 
Yes, I like that. All right, the last one that I had was, and I don't like this one that much, but I said Oregon State um, is Chandler. And essentially, I just said they're always there for a good laugh. And it makes me think of like Mike Riley, where he just jokes around all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like nice guy. All right, do you guys have any other ones? I don't. All right, so anyone we left out again, we encourage our listeners go ahead and sign people out um, via Instagram or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. The last segment we wanted to do was just talking a little bit about football in the news. So I had a few different talking points. Um, one, did you guys see that we got the uh, commit from Miami, the outside linebacker, Patrick Payton? Yes. Pretty excited about him. I was reading some stats on him. He's 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 built well, we'll put it that way. He's pretty tall. So yeah, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, I also saw that Iowa's president um, said that they were eyeing June 1st uh, for football practice. Yeah, and then Big Ten... It was like either Big Ten or NCAA is like nobody better be practicing. Like they said they were going to start like June 1st. And then they issued a statement saying nobody better be uh, like scheduling practicing dates yet because nobody's approved to practice. So I'm wondering if it's going to be like a showdown. Yeah. I NCAA just, I mean, regardless of where you stand on it, NCAA just way oversteps their boundaries all the time. Yeah. It makes me wonder though, because of the way that the states are opening like it's more of the Southern states are opening first. And so I'm like, oh, the SEC is going to be like, oh, back to practice. And then, you know, all these big 10 schools are going to be left waiting for, you know, July oh, or August. They, really? It's it's the Southern states? I think so. Because we never closed down. Wyoming That's because never no one did. lives there. I don't think Montana. Like- I'm like, there are no states that have football there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying all the states that I saw, we were all up here. Okay. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how the NCAA handles it. If they do get involved or not, I'm not really sure what the plan is. I I'm sure that, well, but it's not like, it's not right that some schools can start before others. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like the NCAA needs to get involved and make like a blanket sort of policy. But I, I'm 100% sure they have no plan right now. So we'll see what happens. Worthless. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens there. Um, the other couple big news stories was um, Don Shula passed away. So I wanted to give a little bit of a shout out to his family and his legacy. He passed away at 90. Um, he started his career actually at the Baltimore Colts, Colts before they moved to Indianapolis. And he was um, the only coach in the NFL to lead an undefeated team to a Super Bowl victory. So like I said, I just wanted to throw in something um, for him. The last segment that I wanted to discuss is ESPN ran a story about the best teams in college sports. So across the board, any kind of sport. And it included the 95 Husker team. Um, some other notable mentions were like um, Duke when like Leitner was there and then the Penn State volleyball team. But Ivan Mazel, if he's a listener, I hope he is. I'm sure he is. I'm he sure. He picked Nebraska and he picked us over. I know he is. I, we, we email back and forth all the time. We'll grab lunch tomorrow. He picked Nebraska over the 04 USC Trojans and 01 Miami. And he said essentially it's because Huskers never took a week off. Like we went week to week and we beat our opponents by more than 14 points every time. And so a couple other people picked like the Owan Miami team, but again, Ivan Mazel, shout out to you. Way to pick the correct one. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Ivan. Yes. On that note, Jared and I have started watching all of these old 
football games on YouTube, like the ones that are like the no huddle. That's what dad said he does. Yeah. Dad's always done that. Yeah. It's like super fun. Like at night, we're like, which game are we going to watch? And it's if you watch them with the no huddle, it's like an hour and you can watch a whole game. And so last night we watched the 95 or technically the 96 Fiesta Bowl. That was really fun. Just watching Nebraska dominate. Nice. Yeah. So I agree with Ivan. That is a good idea to pass the time. Yes, yes. Tommy Frazier, how many tackles can one man break? That's like watching it or listening to it all over again. That's my favorite play from that game. Such a good game. All right. Well, we hope you guys all enjoyed this week's episode. Join us next week. Enjoy those margaritas. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content.